The following program was specially transcribed earlier for your enjoyment at this time. Quiet, please. Quiet, please. This is the fourth of a series of unusual dramatic stories written and directed by Willis Cooper and featuring Ernest Castle. Today's story is called The Ticket Station. I don't know where I am now. I've been wandering around for so long, I don't know where I am, all by myself. Nobody seems to know me at all. Only thing I know for sure is one of these days I'll run into him, and then it'll all be over. I keep listening for him every place I go. I keep listening for that usually. His shuffling footsteps and that flying voice. And I know I won't be ready for him when I do hear him. You know, you're never ready for the guy with the bad news. And he is bad news. Don't find me. I'm always listening to you. Yeah. You ever do that? Well, you know that. You get to hearing a lot of things. Mostly things you don't want to hear. Doc used to talk about hearing things at night. Doc was a Scotchman. He used to say, Scotchman could hear things at night that other people couldn't. That guy could tell you stories that make your hair curl. I wish I hadn't listened to so many of them. There was a thing he used to say... I can't do that Scotch dialect. But it was about witches and warlocks and things that gangs bump in the neck. Things that gangs bump in the neck. I got my share off you, brother. I listened for him. Got him, and me. Sitting in that room in that house on Taylor Street in Chicago. Sitting there all day long with the window shades down and $22,418 there on the table. Sitting there all night long with one of us always awake with a rifle. Sitting against the wind. I wake up at 2 o'clock in the morning. Maybe we'll be counting the money again. And the little red glow that came in the window from the neon light in the room across the street. We'll wake up at five o'clock in the morning. And we'll be jocked and pushed up across the floor. And we'll be jocked and pushed up across the floor. Welcome to you. Shut up, will you? No, oh, he doesn't yap at me. I'm sorry, I wasn't thinking. Did he get me sleeping? Just for a while. 
He didn't even know Frank Gaston. Old lady to sell flowers for the big fat thing you're on him for. Funny how flowers and lobster rooms get mixed up together in Chicago, ain't it? You remember Dina Bangham? Had that flower shop across from Holy Lane? They moved me down among the big trees a long time ago. And yet Frank Gaston got flowers and Dina Bangham. Anyway, you see, it's a squeeze the air that we can hold out to maybe get paid off for something he didn't do. The rumors will be satisfied and they'll put the artillery away and figure it to be. And we'll be in dock and me with a very seven point powder for that twenty two thousand four hundred and eighteen bucks. And everybody will be good. The guys that paid us for the job, the cops. Thank you, Mom, Paul, and us. We'll be happy. He could turn us into a banana. The door busted open. Hey, hey, look at you. You come off the first for getting that club right through your strapper. Taking in the doors, you do. Shut the door, you jerk. Look at the first one. Let's see. Goodbye, baby. Yes, let me see. Yeah. 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 Who do you want to go first? 
Jack and I look at each other, and Ruby doesn't see us. Ruby can go first. Ruby can be the easier beaver. Ruby can be the beast. Hmm? Well, I don't mind waiting another day or two. Ruby makes the grade. All right, if he doesn't. Oh, you see what I mean. So now it's night, and Ruby counted the money for the last time, and we stood it three ways, and matched with the extra for dollars so it didn't come out even. Then Ruby won, and he fell fine. <laughs> it was nine o'clock before the doctor. And it was ten o'clock, and there was still people walking around the street. It was midnight on the top of the walk path. And it was two o'clock in the morning when we opened the door and started downstairs. It's still all serious. Well, it was one of the precious years, and we figured how we stood out there in that old house so long just to be sure we get away alive. But talking makes people talky sometimes. We figured we needed some air. We wouldn't like to let a pal walk out alone. Besides, he was only over to the Garfield Park Yelp station and called Chester Street to talk in a minute. Ruby was going to take the L there and ride out to Fisherville Avenue and then grab a streetcar south of the airport. I'll get out a couple of blocks close to the airport so I can kind of, uh, take it and take it to the airport and hang on. Well, there won't be anybody to leave you. You all set now, Ruby? Perfectly. Yes. No. I'll be on old flight 24410. By the time you guys go up, I'll be in New York. And you meet us at Ted's place next Thursday afternoon. Where are you? And see you don't go get me lost. I never put in the airplane this year. What do you think, Francis? Well, don't forget the name you use in either. Mr. Masterson. Mr. Burke, the Masterson of the one time. But nobody asked me about this name. I only have a gun there. Well, then he talks so much, Mr. Masterson. I'm happy, no? Well, tell us about that in New York, lady. How did he know? 
What's he doing? What do you want, old man? You're not the one going on the elevator, sir. Here, old man, get a brother. I want him to go to your bed. I can't, sir. I've got work to do. And this isn't the gentleman either. He was looking at me, ignoring the two bits that Josh held up. You are the gentleman. Who? I'll have your ticket, if you please, sir. Ticket what? Your ticket, please. I haven't got any ticket, old man. You don't buy tickets in the elevator. You've got a ticket, sir. You have to have a ticket. Listen, man, I tell you, I need to get Here comes a train. I won't be another for an hour. Okay, so long, guys. I'll have to have your ticket, sir. Ticket, old man. You haven't got a ticket. What are you, nuts? You've got a ticket, sir. Look in your pockets. I have to have your ticket. Get out of the way. In the right hand pocket, sir. That's it, sir. Thank you very much. Now I'll just punch it for you, so it's all right. You can go now, sir. Get a quick baby. We'll take care of the old thing. Good luck, sir. Look, I don't know where that stick is. It's pretty easy. You'll make the train. Okay, okay, I'm here.
That wasn't the headline, though. The big story was about an airliner that crashed on the takeoff at Municipal Airport at 410. Everybody on board was killed. And the name at the head of the passenger list was James P. Masterson of Des Moines, Iowa. Is anything you want me? Wait a minute. I guess it wasn't. And I jumped again as though I'm all alone after everything that's happened. I think it's all the same. Well, sure, I'm alone. No, Justice. Didn't I tell you about Justice? I was talking about me being the same thing. Jack and I decided the old ticket tape wasn't on the It couldn't be. How could a crazy old man have anything to do with an airplane crash? It's impossible, isn't it? Well, there wasn't. Well, what does that ticket that Moby have? I'd have sworn that he didn't have any ticket except for plane ticket. We each had plane tickets. That was part of the deal, you see. All we had to do was crawl up and make our reservation whenever we wanted to get out of town. That's all the tickets we had. Doc and I got to talking about that a couple of days later. Well, I didn't tell who the old man was, not what he had to do with at all. But that wasn't enough for me, and what are you going to do? Look, Larry, the police didn't cost me anything, you see. And regardless of whether the old ticket man had anything to do with it, I'm not going to ride on no airplane for nobody. Yes, but what are you... I'm going to take a bus to New York. Bus? Yes, I. Bus. I'll think I'll get a few dollars. It was only a minute. Nobody ever heard of a bus cracking up in the fire. And when I get to New York, I'll catch in the airplane ticket, and I'll get a few more dollars of you. You come and go with me. No, I was going to take the train. Listen, Harry. I don't think whether Frank Justin's lads are on to you or not. But when they are... They'd be more likely to hang about the railway stations than about the bus terminal. You see? Thank you, Doc. Something there, Jock. Ah, oh, yeah, hush. And another thing, Arnie. There'll be no nonsense to get tickets on a bus, too. I wish I knew what that old guy... Forget the old guy. I wish I could forget him. I wish I could forget him right now. That's all I want of him. Who is he? What are those tickets? Let me tell you about Jockin. We went down to the bus terminal. There was a bus for me with the I remember what I did. I gave Jock all of my share of the money except a couple of hundred dollars. We were going to be together on the bus and he had a money belt. I wish I had some of that bill right now. I could use it, I guess. Well, we're standing around the bus station down in Wabash Avenue waiting for the fellow to call ours. We were standing there just waiting and listening. And all of a sudden, it was one of those silences. And I heard something. May I have your ticket, sir? What did you do, sir? I came for your ticket, sir. Your ticket, please. I haven't got very long to wait. I haven't got anything but my bus ticket. Yes, yes, yes. Look in your pocket. Who are you, old man? I want 
craft there. Thank you. I went to a very pleasant journey, sir. Now, wait a minute. I want to know who you are and your squad. Uh, goodbye, old man. Doc, I'm going to find out about you. Doc, let him go. Where'd he go? Never mind where he went. Listen. Grand into the crowd. Let him go. We're going to talk to you, boy, this time. Well, what are you going to... Listen. I think you know what Doc is going on. I'm going to just pick her ticket real fast. And we can connect me, please. Yes, but what Look out and buy some cigarettes or something. And I'll go get the tickets, please. Why, he's watching you. Go on, do that. You can have him five minutes. I don't like it. I don't like it at all, but Jock has got a good idea, so I'll try it. You go for the ticket window. I use my way through the door out into the street. Cut me with Jock. Cross up this thing. Take a picture, won't you? And he arranged that airplane pack. I come out. I don't see an accident. I don't see you come from? I was watching your friend. Where is he? He's gone. What? He's gone, friend. Did he run out on me with all that money? Oh, no. Well, where is he? He wouldn't want to see him now, Sam. He had an accident. He had what? He sat in front of the bus over there. I'm afraid he's dead. What are you telling me? Oh, quite all right, you know. I have a certificate. Did you... That gun won't do you any good. You friend. killed him. Oh, no. You killed him, I tell you. Put up your gun, friend. I shot him. I shot him right through the chest. Like, I was six inches away from him. I couldn't miss. I couldn't miss at that distance. Could I? I figured if he was one of the ghastly mob he'd get me anyway, so I was going to go out of the bag. Right through the chest, I shot him. And you know what? He wasn't there at all. There wasn't anybody there at all, except the coppers from Harrison Street staring at me as, as if he thought I was a nut. How do you shoot in that bag? That old man, I got him. Right over there. Now, take your taker. He killed my friend. He's one of the ghastly mob. The old man will talk him tonight. Where is he? He's crazy or something, buddy. Shooting holes in a brick wall. He was right here. There ain't nobody there. Give me that gun. You got away. Listen, Top. I'll have the gun, bud. All right, you people, move on. Come on, bud. It's 30 days for shooting off guns in public places. Why, you might have hurt somebody. <laughs> And they laugh when they left me out. Am I crazy? I don't know. I, I, I can hear him. Soon. I know he was there when I shot him. Don't tell me I'm not listening. Listen to him. It's him. You hear him? That's the ticket taker. He's not going to get me. You have to have a ticket to get knocked off. And I haven't got any tickets. 
You're not going to give me no man. I, I haven't got any tickets. I'm not going to ask you. There isn't anybody there. You see? There wasn't anybody there. There isn't any ticket taker. I, I, I've been dreaming things. All the time I've been dreaming. What is this? program was especially transcribed earlier. Are you enjoying it? this time. Quiet, please, will no longer be heard at this time. In its place, this world will again bring you the salt of Monte Cristo. Be sure and listen next week over most of these same mutual stations when the salt of Monte Cristo returns to the air. This is the mutual broadcasting system.